and who will truly, truly support you and love you and cherish you. And that is so important. And you are worth that. God did not make you just to be treated like a piece of garbage, okay? All right. Welcome to the In Between Mama podcast, a place to rest in between who you are and who God is calling you to be. I'm your host, Riley Sandral, and today I am doing a solo episode. I'm kind of nervous about this because I haven't done a solo episode in a really long time, Um, but it's going to be good. So over these last two years, I have been on a healing journey. Um, About a year and a half ago now, I started attending a program called Celebrate Recovery at my church, and um, it was really great. Um, I started leading worship and then a couple months into it God kind of put it on my heart to actually start attending the program itself and um, a misconception is that it's not just for alcoholics and uh, substance abuse it's also for codependency people pleasing perfectionism um, all these things that I identify with and so I felt like I was supposed to say yes and I did and it was really amazing I was early pregnant when I started and Um, I had gotten through quite a few of the steps before I, it's a 12-step program, I got through a lot of the steps before I had my second son, Holden, and a really, really, really healing and lovely home birth. Um, And so, throughout this whole process, I've learned a lot of things, um, and a lot of my friendships have changed, how I treat people have changed, my dynamic in my household has changed, and obviously, like, it is a learning process it is a healing journey it's never done it's literally one moment at a time one step at a time so throughout all of this one of the best parts about CR is that you get to learn how to be in community with people in a really beautiful way so I had a sponsor that God connected um, me to her and vice versa and so she sponsored me throughout the entire process walking with me through the steps and holding me accountable um, and doing a lot of like the really intense and vulnerable intimate work and then I also got to have a whole group of accountability partners and these were other women who were walking through the program at the same time not necessarily the same issues per se but um, walking through really similar things and having to deal with issues that um, just came up day to day. And so we'd pray for each other and text each other and ask for accountability and all the different things. Um, and so throughout this process, I learned how to be in community with people in a different way, in a really intimate and vulnerable way. Throughout this process, um, I've learned how to be a better friend, how to be a better wife. And this isn't all like an advertisement for Celebrate Recovery, but all of that to say is I have learned how to be in a relationship in several different ways and learned how to build an actually healthy support system. And I've started to learn that there are um, a couple of different relationships that are really important for you to have in life. And you don't necessarily have to get these through a support program. Um, I think it can be established in a really healthy and God-given way outside of that as well. Um So don't hear me say, like, I feel like you have to join the program to have these type of relationships. You definitely don't. Um, But through the program, it was a catalyst to show me how to get these types of relationships and how to maintain them and um, what their roles really look like. I've never really been a group of friends girly, per se. Um, I've really tried. I've wanted that, but it's just never really worked out. And I think that's okay. I've learned to be okay with that. Um... Over the years, I have um, come to find that I work really well in one-on-one relationships and with moving 500 miles away from my support system and my friends and everything five and a half years ago, 
I found that I had to be really intentional about maintaining my friendships from far away and that was really hard and really sad at first and it's been nuanced it's been give and take over the years me and my best friend will talk every day and then we'll go three months without talking and then we'll talk again and um and that's okay I've learned that as an adult you have to give and take with friendships it's not going to be all the time all the time and so um especially when you have kids that brings a whole other ball game into the whole thing. Um, but all of that to say, I have to nurture those relationships so intentionally now. And that being said, I also have to um, be very careful because there has been times in the past where I've been very codependent with friendships and I have been a burden to them because every single time I went to talk to them, it was in a negative way. It was to, to, to dump all of my stuff on them and basically use them, um, I think, uh, Dr. Deloney said on an episode the other day as a trash can and that's not okay I did that with my spouse my friends everybody and so one of the things that I've learned is that you have to be have people in your life that you can go to for prayer situations and for accountability situations and then you also have your friendships that um, go a little bit beyond that but they're not always the person that you go to uh, release stuff and God should be the first one that you're going to clear obviously but he also gave us, he gave us people. He gave, meant for us to be in relationship with other people. And so I think it's really important that you have those people that you can talk to and go to. All that to say, I really want to be intentional with how I treasure my friendships. I really want to be intentional with how I cultivate those and make sure that I'm not becoming a burden and that I'm not becoming someone who just dumps on people all the time and draining those energy vampires, as my friend Mila likes to say. But at the same time, we shouldn't be afraid to be vulnerable with people. You know, it's really hard to balance those type of friendships, um, especially if they're long distance, especially if they're over the phone, because every time you go to pick up your phone, it's typically to, to vent or whatever. And so um, in those good moments, being intentional about reaching out is really important and something that I've learned. I'm not perfect in this area, far from it. <laughs> but throughout the process of healing, I've learned a lot about what this system looks like to have accountability partners and prayer warriors. And then the friendships that are the more day-to-day, going deeper friendships, those types of things. I think it's really important to have specific mentors that you can confide in. Um, but maybe those aren't the people that you're doing like everyday life with. You're not hanging out with your kids. Or maybe you are. Like I feel like there's so many types of different friendships that you can have. But I also want to look to the Bible for what that looks like and the god the guidance that god kind of gives us for um carving out those roles because i really do believe that he does that so let's talk about the three types of people roles relationships that you can carve out and have the first one are mentors the second prayer warriors and the third are the journey friends as i like to call them now you can totally have just like surface level coffee date friendships that's totally fine too Um, I don't think that every single relationship has to be this super deep, very, like, intimate thing where you're um, talking about everything all the time. But I also think it's really important that you're careful with who you share things with. Um, Are people prying and asking questions just because they want to turn around and gossip to somebody else about you? Um, Are they genuinely interested in longevity of your friendship? Are they genuinely interested in who you are? Um and what God is doing in your life, or are they going to manipulate you in some way with information that you share? Um, So I think it's really important to be discerning when you are talking to people and when you're building these friendships and to really recognize and look for red flags. 
that could be a whole other video, a whole other uh, episode, but I just want to encourage you to pray about your friendships because that is just as important as praying about your spouse or praying about your kids, praying um, just about anything. So all that to say, not every person is a safe person to share with, even if they love Jesus, even if they claim to be praying for you, the whole thing, like we all know kind of what I'm talking about, you know? So let's talk about those three types of people. And also, I also wanted to note that in these roles, it's not necessarily like one for one. Like some of these roles could totally be wrapped up in the same person and that's great. I just think it's also important that we're carving out um, a variety of types of relationships so that it's not the same person every single time that you're going to with everything because there's going to be seasons where they're not available to you in the same way and it's not that we're using each other it's like it's a mutual relationship but you want to be conscious of that um so that way you don't feel like you're completely alone either I think it's important to have multiple friends if you can so um let's talk about mentors I'm going to read this off from my computer because I cannot memorize the verse um Titus 2, 3 through 5 talks about mentors. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanders or addicted to too much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. This... um podcast in general is all about listening to women who have walked a few steps before I've actually had one of my mentors on the podcast already Miss Leslie um and I have really cherished those friendships a lot I found women who are older than me who have lived more life than me who have walked ahead of me and they just want to pour out wisdom and it's um wisdom that they have discerned been like discerning about it's wisdom that they've asked God about and they're really intentional with that they're not just well this is what I think you should do they're actually saying what does God say to do um and they pour into me intentionally they reach out they pray for me they ask to help with my kids and love on me and my husband and they they serve and that is so beautiful and it's really it's not just about what they're giving me but it's about setting the example that I can then follow and go out and live out which is really 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 special um I've really just absolutely appreciated these women who have um approached and pursued me so beautifully and so intentionally and it's been such a good example for me and my other friendships too specifically in the relationship with my sponsor um she knows exactly how to pray for me she knows a lot of the day-to-day she knows a lot of like the more intimate details of my life now some of those we're not in communication every single day now at this point in my recovery and so um sometimes we have to play catch up but at the same time god is speaking to her and giving her encouragement for me um and she's obedient and sending me verses and praying for me and that is such a blessing to me and one of the things that i take out of that is that listen pray for your friends but then listen into god's speaking to you one of the things that i've tried over the last couple of weeks is just if someone pops into my head, I pray for them and then I text them and let them know that I'm thinking about them or that I'm praying for them or I ask them how they're doing. And it's just, especially as moms, like we think about people and then we go to text them and then it's three weeks later, you know? And so we have to actually be intentional and we have these devices at 
our fingertips that we can do that with. And so I just encourage you to try that. And um, it's been really beautiful for my friendships and my relationships. And it's been encouraging to me because I'm actually talking to other adults, (laughs) not just little children all day. Um, And so, yeah, definitely try that. I also want to note that my sponsor and these mentors, they're not there to fix me. They're simply there to lead me and to encourage me and to um, pass on wisdom. And so I don't necessarily go to them with everything, but I do, um, I really value their wisdom and I value their prayers. And so they're people that I just know I can call in the middle of the night if I need to, and they would answer and they would um, pray for me. And that's really the most important thing that I need. How do you find these women? I personally recommend looking for a like a mops or in my area it's called mum life um, we do have mops as well but different groups of women that meet together um, whether it's at your church or just like a local community center um, getting involved where your heart is if, if that's not church that's fine but find women in your community who have um, gone before and just sit with them and talk with them and you never know what kind of relationships can blossom and what they can impart into your life let's talk about prayer warriors james five sixteen says there can therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective now this category of women very much can overlap with the mentor it has in many cases for me but i also have just like a pocket full of women as i like to say that they will just like hit their knees to pray for me when I need it and I would do the same thing for them um these are women who I trust to send prayer requests to who I know are not going to just turn around and gossip about me who I know are going to take what I send them in confidence these are women who I know aren't going to take um things that are going on between me and my family members or me and my husband and they're not going to hold it against him or them they're not going to hold grudges they're going to just take it for what it is pray for me and then release it and it's not going to be a thing and that's where I caution you to be very careful about who these women are because not everybody has the purest of intentions in that I have been a serious um a gossip prayer you know like I have I've done that before I've asked a question just to find out what was going on that's not okay um but I've also been on the other side of that and it's not fun and so I have really learned that if someone comes to me with something that I am to just pray about it and then release it and move on. It is not my business to share with other people. And um, if someone comes to you in that same way, like deflect, shut it down, do whatever you have to. I really just encourage you to find people who you know that you can actually trust um, and be very wise. Like keep those people very close, just a couple of people um, and just be really discerning. I also want to note that these women are not necessarily women who you're going to like see on a day-to-day basis or even like hang out with on all all the time but they're women that are standing on a firm foundation they are confident in who they are in Christ and they are just going to encourage you and uplift you and pray for you as much as possible and finally those journey friends so Galatians 6 2 says carry each other's burdens and in this way you fulfill the law of Christ now, I realize as I'm saying all this, all three really truly do overlap, and that is great. These are the friends, though, that you are regularly breaking bread with. You're regularly hanging out with, doing play dates, doing dinners, 
your maybe your husband or me dating if they're those types of people my husband is not one of those types of people so these are people that I'm getting together with on a regular basis and maybe my husband's staying home with the kids you know um you're not going to gossip or complain with them you are really going to feel um conflict if there is conflict you're able to work through it in a healthy way you're able to just talk and be real and be honest and know that you can journey through life with them and it's not just going to be a constant battle or constant drama and these are people that you want to invest in and they want to invest back in you I also want to note that there are seasons of life where people, where you're going to invest more into someone and they're not going to be able to return that. And maybe they're not able to tell you why. Maybe something's going on in their life or maybe they're just a mom with a bunch of little kids and financial stress and a bunch of other things happening. I have been a not great friend over the last few months. I haven't seen some of most of my friends in like three plus months, not even just the ones that live 500 miles away, the ones that live like 20 miles away because I have been working so much and I have been trying to be mom and wife and housekeeper and everything else in the midst of that and so there are seasons of life where you're not going to be a good friend but like I said if you can take those pockets in your day and try to reach out to someone so that they're not always the one initiating like do it recently I finally just texted a bunch of my friends and said I need to see you let's get a date on the calendar because if we don't plan this out a few weeks in advance or like a couple months in advance it's not going to happen um and so you just have to realize that they're going to be shifting seasons and if you are in a season where like your kids are older or you have no kids and you're friends with someone that does have little ones or just a lot of stress in their life to give them grace to remember that this is like the long game and to continue to journey with them because it's really hard to make friends as an adult and we all just need to have so much more grace for each other you know I also want to note that something that is really good in these types of friendships is you're not complaining about your spouse a lot now this is something that I have um, not always been the best at I've really really tried it was something that we talked about early on in marriage is to not complain about each other to other people because other people don't forgive as easily as you do you might have moved on from a situation and someone else is like what about when he did that and they're building up these like points against your spouse they're never going to be able to forgive them in the same way that you are so I do try to be careful about that I'm not always the best at it I know that some moments are just hard and you just vent and then you just have to like ask for forgiveness and deal with it later but I really encourage you to try to be around life-giving, uplifting people who aren't always dragging their spouse down, who aren't always complaining about their kids, who aren't always doing X, Y, or Z because you need to be around people who will turn you back to Jesus, who will turn you back to truth, who will uplift you, who will model healthy patterns that you can also then work on yourself. And sometimes you're going to be that friend and sometimes you're going to be the friend that's like, I'm, I'm speaking against I have been the friend that I'm speaking against. I often am the friend I'm speaking against because it's just, I'm a a work in progress, just like the rest of us. Um, But ultimately, at the end of the day, for all of these relationships, seek God on exactly how you're supposed to find these friendships. Um, Ask for him to bring people. I have gone through seasons of drought where I haven't had friends for years at a time, like good friends that have been local and that I can actually hang out with. I have my lovely people back in Michigan. I'm not talking about them at all. I see them when I see them we talk when we talk but for the people around me I didn't always have them and I remember absolutely just sobbing one summer because I had just been 
ghosted by a random group of women which lord thank you for that one because they were not good or safe people and I was so blinded by the fact that I wanted friendships that I was willing to give myself over to a lot of these characteristics I'm talking about they were not safe people to share with not safe people to talk about their struggles in my marriage with not safe people um just to be around in general and you know they claim to be Christians and I just I think that it's really important that we realize that not every single person who claims to know Jesus or love Jesus is actually safe to be around so take that with a grain of salt pray about it but be discerning and if you see red flags listen to them don't try to just like explain them away because you are in need of friendships like god will bring you good and life-giving loving people who will stand by you and who will not carry your difficulties and issues on to the next person um and who will truly truly support you and love you and cherish you and that is so important and you are worth that god did not make you just to be treated like a piece of garbage okay all right. I want to end with Colossians 3:17. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I think that verse is amazing. Like ask ask for friendships in the name of the Lord and he will provide, you know? That's so cool. Um you can give thanks to the Father through the friendships that you have and through the friendships that he will bring. And um the stories of those friendships and the things that you guys accomplish together will be glory to him. Isn't that amazing? Anyways, I ask you to ask yourself, do you have these friendships? Are you this friend? How could you be a better friend? And who are the people that maybe have been pouring into you that maybe you haven't been able to pour into quite as much? Can you put a little bit more effort in for them? Or are there people that maybe God has been saying, hey, this is not a safe person and you need to back off and you've been afraid to do that. How can you work on that this week? So I know that this is all really hard and it's really painful and confusing and frustrating, but God is good and he will lead you. And I really just encourage you to pray. And there are my kids. So with that, I wrap up. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Share with a friend, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would help me so much. And you can follow me on Instagram at InBetweenMama or TikTok at the InBetweenMama. Come back next Tuesday for another episode and uh, I'll see you there.